Zoom, and it was like looking at the Brady Bunch. <laughs> there, when you'd watch the Brady Bunch, you, they'd all be in their little squares at the beginning of the show. Well, Travis called that, and it's terribly appropriate. But, I, you know, I also want to say that God gave us that for a season. And uh, it was not without fruit. There was all kinds of fruit. And, and the, the, the part that I thought was amazing was that the sharing was, I, I guess maybe there, it wasn't so hard when you could zoom, you just press unmute and start talking. Whereas when I say, oh, do you have anything to share? <laughs> you actually have to come up and share something. church and it's, it's um, I thought it might be appropriate for today because first time in Africa really Paul's talking to the Colossians and he's saying for this reason since the day we heard about you we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience through this pandemic, no, through everything. And joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Things in heaven. Oh, sorry. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. 
and he is there, the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning of the firstborn from the among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, not moved from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature in heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. I just wanted you guys to uh, share that with me because I really blessed me this morning. I wanted to share it with you. And uh, just praise you, Lord, for redeeming us for setting us free through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Scan them, 
for whatever reason they didn't share it. And, uh, and then he bring the, brought it to my mind again. So I just have to share it. Um, a few years back, I was really frustrated. So I decided I need to talk to somebody who isn't my husband or my girlfriend. <laughs> and so I can just be really honest with how I feel. And so I decided to go and see a counselor so I could just blurt out whatever I felt without worrying about how people felt or thought. And um, it was interesting how it all went. So I would go and, you know, this was my little voice time, but God did something really neat. It was a very short period of time that I went. Um, really neat Christian um, ladies, counselors. But anyway, something came out of it that really impacted me. Um, for a few sessions, one of the counselors kept on asking me a lot of really detailed questions, and I was thinking, why is she asking me this? And um, she said, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking you these questions in just a minute. So she just kept on, like, I don't know, asking me questions from, like, when I was a child and, like, you know, um, prayer time or hearing from God or, I don't know, just really different questions. and. Anyways, then she decided to tell me, and she said, Trish, through all the years that I've counseled people, I've never encountered this situation. I thought, oh, brother, now we have a problem. <laughs> I didn't know there was a problem. <laughs> and, anyways, and she said, no, it's not a problem. She said, uh, children, I don't know, what was it, between the ages of three or four and six, there's, um, um, I, I don't, can't remember the word for it, but anyway. So with their parents, they, they basically, they look to their parents and they they kind of like glue their, their personality and who they are becomes their parents. She said, you'll notice little kids will, if daddy's doing this, the little kids will do that, if mommy's doing this. So they mimic, right? Because there's been this, this bonding that's taken place. But she said, hmm. That didn't happen with you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she said, what happened is you actually bonded to the Lord. And it makes sense, because I always felt like I was adopted. <laughs> and I wasn't. I asked my mom. <laughs> and she got annoyed. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just, I, I did. I did. Um, and and I, I, as soon as she said it, I understood what she was talking about, and I did. I, I bonded to the Lord um, probably like when I was five. And so she said, um, what happens is people, the natural process is to bond to their parents. So they grew up in life, and, and um, she said, even in church, or as a Christian, she said, you know, for example, some of the questions were really different. She had asked me, for example, she said, so say there's a situation. She said the typical normal way, what people would do is they would go to their leader, um, you know, and ask, you know, what do you think I should do about this? But she said, you're different. She said, you will go to the Lord before you go to the leader. And she said, unfortunately in your life, she said, people have looked at you and judged you as being rebellious because they don't understand that, <laughs> she said, really, 
we ultimately should have all, we should all be doing that first. Leaders are there, God's place leaders there. And and we we honor that, we respect that. And that's that's not what I'm talking about. But the Lord I think wanted me to share this because there's a childlikeness, I think, in that and in that trust. And yeah, it's true. Um, even at a very young age I was I had a real confidence in the Lord, and she explained to me, you have that confidence because you, you bonded to the Lord like you would normally your parent. And so everything went through him, not your parent, but through him. Not that I didn't listen to them, it's just, that's just how it was. And so I've had, I had a confidence in the Lord at a very young age because of that. And that confidence has carried me, it's carried through, you know, all my life. And um, I was asking the Lord, like, what, what's the point of me sharing this today? And I feel like, you know, you'll probably hear me say a lot of, you know, quite often, like, being childlike. And I guess it's easy for me because, you know, that's just the way it's, it is. Um, and, and childlikeness might seem kind of silly to other people, but, but there's a simplicity in that. And I think, especially even in the day and age that we're at, the first thing, the first thing we need to do before we go, you know, to the teacher, to the principal, to the pastor, to the lawyer, to the whoever, the first thing we need to do is we really, really, really need to go to Christ. We need to go to God first. We need to hear His voice on matters first.
that he gave his one and only, his only begotten son, that will not perish. Right? That whoever believes in him uh, will not perish, but will have eternal life. Like, I really think we need to get this straight. Because there is a huge assault on... Um, there's a, Someone sent me a video. Uh, it was called uh, um, Orthodox Christianity versus Progressive Christianity. They said, I want you to watch this and tell me what you think. And I'm like, well, that's just simple. They're just doing away with the real gospel. They're coming up. They're coming up with with uh, with nice thoughts, with things that are comfortable. Here's what someone I, I have. I did a, a Zoom call this week with friends in, in uh, Australia. They live in Mass. Um, not not Cairns, but uh, anyways, in the north there, in a tropical in a tropical part. They're like yeah, like this heat right now. This is their normal heat. I'm going to come here and tell them, now we have some of your heat now. Um, and April said to me, Ken April Barks, April said this, Christianity is starting to become very unpopular again. Very unpopular. You know, how, oh, you, you, how can you say that, that this or that, or that, that, uh, that, that um, just anything goes. <clears throat> so I just feel like there's a huge assault on the gospel. So what Trish was saying is to bond to Jesus and let him lead and guide us through our lives. That's what I've had to do. As a, as a brand new Christian, I had to do that. Because if I didn't, I would have been gone a long time ago. If, for me, if Christianity was just going to church, I would have quit a long time ago too. Right? It's having that personal relationship with, with Jesus where he leads and guides us through each day. Right? He has the wisdom to get through this. By the way, he's not threatened by any of these new philosophies. And after all, none of these are new. It's just in different clothing. We're, like, I don't know if you know this, but there's things coming down from the government and from different places. We're going we're to be forced into, a, like, there's persecution coming. If not now, it's, it's around the corner. Right? <clears throat> so, um, so in the, in the body of Christ, there's neither slave nor free, uh, Greek nor Jew. We're all one in him. Every tribe and tongue and nationality will be represented at the throne. We'll all be one in Him. This is not, Christianity is not a white religion. It's a Jewish religion based on the teachings of Jesus coming out of His heart, God's heart, to us. Right? He's the firstborn among many. Um, how many of you have had like miraculous intervention in your life from the Lord? Look at this. Look at around. Look at around the room here. 
miraculous intervention. You can point and go, you did this. Let me tell you something that happened to me just this week. Okay, this is fresh. I could tell you, you know, stories all day long for days and days and weeks of the things that he's done in me, for me, through me. Um, this one was this this week. So Sue's, <clears throat> Sue's been reading a book called The Harbinger by Jonathan Kahn. I'm not, I'm not necessarily endorsing everything in the book. I'm just telling you this is what she's been reading. Okay. And he, what he's doing is he's drawing a parallel between Israel, Old Testament Israel, and the United States, and the things that are going on. Okay. So she she says to me, "You got to, you know, I've read the first one, the Harbinger. You got to read the second one. You just got to listen to what this guy's saying. It's incredible, right?" So, so I'm like, "Okay." Okay, some, you know, you say, you know, you play, like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, well, I'll just line it up with all the other books I have to read, and, you know. Anyways, God's trying to get our attention. Okay, He is. So then I'm on a Zoom call with my friends, Ken and April Barch, down in, uh, uh, where are they? Townsville. Townsville. On the north. Uh, of Australia, and um, we have a prayer time. We're talking about some of this stuff. Like today, we, we need to we need to keep the Orthodox gospel, the power of the gospel. That's all I have. No one can take away your testimony. I was blind, and now I can see. Right. He's changed me. I'm not who I was. And I don't want to ever go back to that. Right? We can't forsake the name of Jesus. So we're having prayer time, Ken and April and I, over Zoom. And, and, and Ken goes, um, says, I didn't, I didn't say nothing. Ken goes, uh, I just feel like the Lord is... He's just speaking this one word to me about you. And I'm like, oh, what's, you know? He goes, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I think it's something like harbinger or harbinger. I'm like, uh. When, when, when God speaks once, Listen up and obey. When God speaks twice, it's important. That's not the end of the story. Just in case the Lord's like, just in case I don't have your your uh, your attention, right? So Thursday, I think I did the Zoom call with them Wednesday night. So Thursday, I think it was Thursday. Yeah. So I was I was in a golf tournament on Friday. By the way, talk about miraculous intervention. New chiropractor in Vancouver, I've been seeing him. I can swing a golf club again. Unbelievable. My back was so bad. I think you know that. How bad, you know, it was really bad. 
Anyways, God works through chiropractors and different people. So, uh, so I'm, I'm at uh, Sport Tech in Abbotsford, and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to buy some golf tees, or you know, just whatever. I'm there and just minding my own business, and and uh, the exercise equipment is right next to the golf sort of section. So I just walk over there, and I see uh, this little roller, kind of like a foam roller. And Richard, our, our chiropractor in Vancouver, he had just like an instrument of torture. <laughs> like he, he uses this roller and he, he's going after all these different trigger points. He's not just a chiropractor, but he's doing, he's the full meal deal. And uh, so I see this roller, it's an orange roller, and it, oh, that kind of reminds me of Richard. So I pick it up, guess what it says on it? Harbinger.
We are going to need, in the, in the days and weeks and years coming now, we are going to need to know this intimately. Right? This is going to be challenged. Not this is going to be. It's challenged today. Already. Right? So, so we need to, you know, going forward, <clears throat> we need to have confidence that God is with us. That He will lead and guide us. If we, if we will let Him, He will do it. I don't know, like this whole harbinger thing, I don't know what this means. But you know what? He's going to show me. Do we believe that? Do we believe, like Trish, bonding to the Lord, which is what we're supposed to do, and allowing Him to lead in guidance? My life is no longer my own. Even when I say that, I just like, uh-oh, I shouldn't, I, why am I even like that? Because he has, he has good things for us. You know, is it, is it hard? Is it difficult to walk with Jesus in our world? Absolutely. What's the alternative? Tell me. Where are we going to go? Am I going to go back to my old life and party and drink and no. What is there in that? Right? I want to be a follower of Jesus. God's provision is not just enough. Anyone, anyone hear what I'm saying? It's always more than enough. Doesn't he good? It's always more than enough, right, Bruce? Always. Yet that's what wrecks us, right? We, we, we see him work and, you know, oh, I didn't think this would happen. And, anyways, every day we're going to have this yeah, but thing. Life is going to challenge us every day. Yeah, but, but you know, like from here on, yeah, but, but, but what about this? What about my cat? I can't get it. Oh, it's already in there. <laughs> By the way, Marilyn, we don't want you to go, okay? Just so you know that. I was sad when I heard that. I was. Because you've been a real, you've been a long time part of this church. So, we'll, you know, we send you out with our blessing, and you will always be a part of this. Right? And, yeah, so... Um, Exactly. Well, that's what you do. We, you, you take, we, we go with you. you. You are not apart from us. We are, we, are, we are a body together. right? The whole body of Christ is like that. Right? So I just want to encourage us today that, that this is for real. Here, here's something I, I was talking about. There is no other authority. Right? In scripture, those guys, we, we were trying to cast this demon out by our name, and he came and beat us up. Whether the demon said to him, Paul, we know? We don't know you, but we know Jesus. Right? So I just want to encourage everybody just to not forsake him. 
He's here today. He's living in us, through us, and he's going to bring us through whatever it is. We will continue. We will have challenges. We will continue to be faced with challenges. But in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we will get through them. Right? Is that full true? So I just, that was, that's what, you know, Bruce says, what's on your heart today? So those are some of the things that have been happening. Right? He's good. There's people sitting here right now that can say that. I'm John, I'm so glad you should, yeah, go ahead. That's what this is about. That's he's the one. He's the good one.
already have the things that we need. Provide them. Thank <laughs> you.